Welcome to another episode, Mary McCarthy, Resilience and Grace. Today we're going to talk about creating a home yoga and meditation practice. We've entered a time in history when we are asked to stay home, to flatten the curve, and help slow down the spread of the coronavirus, this global pandemic that affects all of us. Our favorite restaurants have closed. Our children cannot go to school and learn with their friends. Many of us are asked to work from home, and our favorite fitness centers and yoga studios have shut down to help keep us safe. We're asked to shelter in place, stay home. We've never been through a pandemic before, and we don't know how long this is going to last or when our cherished gathering places will open again so all of us can meet and connect face to face. This is so hard. It is challenging all of us, and we don't know when it will end. Maybe now more than ever, we are invited to practice at home, to create a space that feels soothing and calm to our mind and body, a sacred space filled with items that bring us joy and gratitude, a place to sit, turn inward, move and fill our bodies with prana, life force. If you've never practiced at home before, it may seem really scary to roll out your mat or sit on your meditation cushion. Maybe you don't know where to start or what to do, and it feels intimidating. I get it. Even after 20 years of teaching yoga, I still prefer to be led by a teacher. I still prefer to follow along and do what the teacher is asking of me. I don't want to have to think about my next pose or sequencing it just right. But now is a wonderful time to let go of our image of perfection and cultivate a practice that is just right for you, right here, right now. The practice of yoga was not created to be an outward practice. It is a practice inviting each of us to travel inward, to feel, experience, understand, and get curious about what is happening inside of our mind and body. It is a practice helping prana move freely within us, keeping us healthy and well in mind and body. It is a practice to help connect to our higher self and have right relationship with ourself. So how do we do this? It is simple and difficult at the same time. It requires a commitment and it's really helpful if your practice is consistent. You're gonna show up day after day and when you do, this allows the practice to wash over you. Here are some things to consider when you are setting up a place for your home practice. When you're looking at the environment, consider where and what room, maybe the floor that you're gonna practice and set up shop. I encourage you to find a space that's large enough for a yoga mat and any other equipment you might use. Remove any unnecessary distractions. It is helpful to practice in a room that is aired out frequently and cleaned regularly. Feeling open. The lighting is something else to consider and natural light is ideal. With overhead lighting that has a dimmer switch or lamps that can be turned on instead of working and practicing with a fluorescent light. If you do want to use props, a yoga mat is helpful but not necessary for your asana practice. 
And additional props you might want to consider include blocks, a yoga belt, blankets, and bolster. If you do not have these items at home, you can still practice and find alternative items. For example, you can use a scarf instead of a yoga belt or books instead of a block. I order my props online at Hugger Mugger. When I'm considering the room, I like to have plants. Living plants create a pleasant backdrop and remind me of nature. They also remove toxins from the air. I also place pictures of scenery or people that bring me joy and gratitude. This can help create a sacred space you look forward to being in. In the room, you might consider placing candles or diffusing essential oils. They can purify the air and help shift your mood and emotional well-being. I prefer using doTERRA essential oils. I especially like the blend Elena Brower created for doTERRA. These yoga blends are called Arise, Align, and Anchor. Crystals, stones, mala beads, statues. All of these items can be placed in your sacred space. When you're looking at them or choosing which item to place in your home yoga practice area, you want to think about not cluttering your space with a lot of items, but choosing the items you cherish and that bring healing to your mind and body. Once you've created your environment, we move on to the intention, your why. Before you begin, it can be helpful to pause, listen, and feel. Asking yourselves questions to help you get curious about what you need for this particular practice. How do you feel? What thoughts are running through your mind? Where do you feel tightness or constriction? Are you experiencing any pain right now? Then you can set an intention. This may be simple or complex, and it is helpful if you are specific. For example, you might want to increase your energy level. This type of practice will look and feel very different than if your intention is to feel grounded and calm. Maybe your practice is to bring more balance and stability to your thoughts, actions, and words. Or your practice has the intention for others and to heal our world. Whatever it is, begin your practice with an intention. This will help you create a relationship with yourself. Turning inward is what sets a yogi apart from someone who is performing the yoga postures and doing the postures or asanas for exercise. And now take refuge. Your yoga practice is anchored in prana. The quality of your practice is important and it's helpful if you set up a ritual, letting go of the mechanical feel of poses and allowing your practice to flow organically. When you bring asana, pranayama, and meditation into the experience, it feels holistic and healing. Stay curious and witness what occurs within. And after each practice, make time to pause. Reflect. You might do this by practicing shavasana or just sitting quietly observing the sensations in your body and the thoughts in your mind. 
So once you've set your intention and gathered the right equipment for your environment, you can say, all right, what's next? Well, consider if you'd like to be self-guided or teacher-led. If you're looking to be led by a teacher, right now during the time, there are many options for online classes. You can participate via Zoom, taking a class on Facebook Live, YouTube, or through many yoga centers and fitness centers that offer memberships. It can be hard though to know where to start. And I encourage you to ask around and experience a variety of teachers offering free classes. Check out who they are and what experience they have teaching. Many experienced yoga teachers have their information online. And it might take a few classes to really get a feel for what kind of yoga you like, a teacher that you like, and what feels good to you. Trust your instincts and allow yourself to enjoy a variety of different teachers. You're going to discover that finding a yoga and meditation teacher takes some time. Give yourself some grace and continue to explore different styles before you quit and decide, well, yoga is just not for me. You can also learn about teachers on Yoga Alliance website or well-known online resources like Yoga International, Yoga Journal, Glow, and Gayam. A local teacher in your hometown may actually be currently offering classes online, especially now that in-person classes are temporarily stopped. Support your local teachers and be a part of your community. You're also welcome to practice online with me. I have a YouTube channel titled Mary McCarthy Yoga, or you can join me for a live class via Zoom every week. Details are listed on my website, mary-mccarthy.com. If you don't want to be led by a teacher and you're curious and want to be self-led after you've set your intention, this will help you decide how you want to sequence your own yoga practice. Many resources are available for ideas or suggestions. You can find them in a magazine, in a book, or even online. You can incorporate pranayama and meditation before, during, or after your asana practice, depending on your intention. When you begin your practice, turn inward and listen to what you need right now. Our bodies hold the answers and can help guide us into a practice anchored in prana. Making space for your practice, which is also known as sadhana, at home takes a lot of effort. But give yourself some grace as you step onto your mat or take a seat. Have faith in your practice and maintain a focus on staying balanced. Your self-effort does lead to greater freedom. And I truly believe yoga is the practice that increases our capacity to tolerate the intolerable. We are steady in the midst of unsteadiness. It is the gift of resilience. Thank you for listening today. I hope during this time you're able to take a seat, turn inward, practice yoga in whatever way serves you. 
Until next time, namaste.